Welcome into Audio Bistro. We got episode six. We have Sam or Beginners, um, LA based, alternative, alt pop, alt rock. Am I on track here? I feel like I'm on track. Yes, you are on track. Type. Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining the show. I am stoked you came on. Um, but you know that was that's kind of your vibe. Uh, but you know, lots of heavy tracks, um, kind of balanced out by you know you got a really soothing like it's weird like a soothingly really nice voice that like balances out these like heavier tracks. Um, definitely some you know darker tracks. I'll I'll get into that. Not in a bad way at all. Yeah. Um, um, but you know you manage to find some success in those like subgenres of alternative music. Um, and like I talk, told you before, we kind of jumped on here. My personal favorite being being broke. Yeah. Um, Broken, lonely. I'm <laughs> terrible singing. Uh, but that's 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 what I knew I needed to have you on. Um, and um, let's dive into it right away because I I dug up some interesting artifacts that you are a first a one of one in my six my long tenure here my six episodes <laughs> yeah. uh, to have some songs featured on some TV shows. That is sick. Yeah. Um, let, let, let me let me tell the people about it, and then you can you can just jump all into it. Cool. Um, your song "Will You Fight," and this is the one I want to feature first because I like the show a lot. "Will You Fight" was featured on season five of Money Heist. Um, "Bad Attitude" is another song of yours. Was featured on um, Elite. I want it's Elite, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Elite. Okay. And then you also had "Guess Who's Back" was featured on The L Word, I believe. And I think yes. these were all. Yep, and these were all 2021, so it's like, we got to start here, uh, because I feel like, well, Money Heist is a sick show. I've watched that. I haven't watched the other two, but I feel like it's like every artist's dream to kind of like, you know, have their stuff featured on a big TV show. So like, walk me to, through the point until like, um, you've got these songs out, and then obviously they're getting picked up for these shows, and you're, you're watching it for the first time with your song on there. Yeah, it's it's honestly, it's truly wild. Um, I... Uh... <clears throat> Like with these songs, um, I mean, the the way that it happens, it kind of happens in like a few different ways um, that like actually comes to fruition. Like sometimes it'll just be like a music supervisor for one of the shows that like happens to like beginners and then they reach out and they're like, hey, I want to use this song for this film or a TV show or whatever it is I'm doing. Um, but then it also like I'm with a publishing company called cobalt um it's kind of like you know the same way that artists will be signed to like a record deal it's like the other half of the song basically it's a publishing deal for the writing portion and yeah and my publishers have just been like great and so like those those placements um really kind of came through them um and i mean it's it's unbelievable like seeing seeing like watching especially a shows that you like a show that you watch like the l word is like i mean that's i'm queer so l word is like iconic um for me and like my community and so it was like insane to see um and i had actually two songs on the l word last year um it was like guess who's Damn. back and and i think um give me some i think was the mm -hmm. other one on there and it's just okay. like, yeah, it's like very surreal to be yeah. like watching something that like, that you are like, you're used to like living inside of that world, you know, like you're just fully mm -hmm. wrapped up in that like show's reality. And it's mm -hmm. really bizarre and amazing to like all of a sudden hear your song 
It's yeah. almost like disorienting because sometimes that happens. Yeah, like I'll be like, wait. It's like something will sound familiar, but like you won't understand why. And then you're like, oh, wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, my I mean, I've always thought it would be a sick job. I don't know how, like, I think it was what, was it Forgetting Sarah Marshall where his job is like to put the music on the TV shows or put his, oh, okay, if you you've go. seen Forgetting, I think that's his. So, I, and they portrayed I have, to be, like, I just kind of forget. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm thinking of this right, but I think that was his job. They portrayed mm-hmm. it to be kind of like a crappy job, but like I always thought it'd be sick that be like the guy who or the person who puts music in TV shows or movies. Um, oh yeah. And and uh, when I had to obviously go back and watch the episode of Money Heist that had your song in it, and lo and behold, this was literally just the most epic battle-ridden episode of the entire season five. Like it's yeah. it's a I'm I'm sure you watched it. But like, yeah. so the whole episode is just, this, it's literally just full out battle the whole time. And then your song come kind of kicks in towards the end of it, literally yeah. as like, we're kind of hitting the final escalation point of this tense battle. It's been a tense episode. And now we're hitting this like big epic conclusion and your song kicks in the perfect moments, adds that like real cinematic, like punch that it needed. So like, couldn't have been a better episode for your song and it fit perfectly. So, um, I think it was episode four of season five so if anyone gets a chance to go back and watch money heist that is sam just rocking out at the end and it, it's just like <laughs> fucking perfect how it all fits yeah. in um but yeah i mean i thought that was super cool um i was stoked to see that and kind of get your perspective on that and it, it, you know where you're coming yeah. from makes total sense like oh my god it's it's like bananas and you get the request like you'll get the request in so it's like i knew I knew it was going to be used in the show, which I was super excited about, but you never really know exactly how. It's sort of ambiguous. So, like, and sometimes, like, if a song's going to be in a TV show or a movie or something, it's like, it'll be, like, kind of in the background. Like, you won't, you'll be, like, all excited that your song's going to be in it, but then you can, like, barely hear the song. It'll be kind of, like, background music while there's, like, a lot of dialogue happening or something where you wouldn't really hear the song. And yeah, for the money heist, it was crazy because it was like a full, I feel like it was like two minutes of the song ju- and like just the song playing over this crazy like yeah. fight sequence, like no fight, dialogue, yeah. nothing. No. It was basically like a music video. It was perfect. Like it was like, like when I say yeah. it's like every musician's dream to have that moment, hear their song. And they're like, I can't tell you how many songs I've pulled from TV shows. Um, and like, that was like the perfect, like nothing's happened over it. It's just a full out. Yeah. <laughs> sounds bad. It was like a murder fest in the episode. They're just all yeah. trying to kill each other. Totally. Um, and you, you saw it was a perfect vibe, but, um, I mean, kind of bearing a lead a little bit with another thing that was super sick that you got to do. in I think 2021 was a new balance commercial. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. You got flown. I think new balance, you, you posted that new balance flew you out. Um, you had to be featured in one of their commercials. Um, so personally, um, as a future New Balance wearer, um, while, when I'm cutting the lawn or doing other dadly duties, you know, I just <laughs> yeah, want to say thank yeah. you. I want to th- yeah. I want to say thank you for the brand and dads everywhere. <laughs> um, and so do you just get like free New Balance for life now or like what, what's, what's going I on wish. I, we <sighs> did get a bunch of free New Balance. Um, really? some, we got... some Velcro straps? Yeah. They were like... Um... I still, I wear my New Balance all the time. Yeah, they like, yeah, they they were like, yeah, just go on the site and like pick out whatever you want. It was wild. Because I've had other like, like kind of commercially things and I I don't think, no one's ever also been like, here's a free product, which is kind of counterintuitive. Um, but yeah, with New Balance, they were like, yeah, like, 
go on there and get whatever you want. So we all got like all this new workout gear. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite just. I've had that kind of occasion once in my life, um, totally unrelated to music. But like when you just get a free like, hey, here's this gift card. Go spend it on whatever you want. We got you. <laughs> But yeah. that commercial was sick. Like, you were obviously, like, it wasn't just, like, a New Balance commercial where it's, like, people running, obviously there's people running around promoting, like, the brand. But, like, you know, um, you were, like, in it. It was showing y'all, like, playing the music. Like, are you going Hollywood now? Do you, have you sold out? <laughs> yeah. Friends turn on you. You turn your back. Right. Smaller shit. I wish. What's, what's happened like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the yeah, recognition. We're, su- we're I'm super sure famous now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was, like... Um, we kept joking cause yeah, it felt very surreal. Like we're, we're out there and like, uh, I just remember we were like, when we were filming it, they kept like ushering us around the set and they, they like, there was a, it was a huge production and, mm-hmm. and they had, everyone had like walkie talkies and stuff and they, they kept saying like, talent coming through talent coming through talent coming through the first quarter like talent moving to the second quarter it was like so funny you know like if like one of us had to use a restroom it'd be like talent heading to like restroom number two like hold all blah 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 yeah it was so (laughs) funny um yeah you guys trashed the jet they flew out in or was it just like a uh normal just regular jet or i wish no (sighs) just regular uh coach you know Never, still never flown first class. Me, I mean, hey, same. <laughs> oh, I mean, one not, day. Yeah, exactly. One day. Maybe one day New Balance will be like, all right, we got to have you back this time. We're doing it big. Exactly. Um, but but that was that was super cool. Really unique experience. I figured we had to touch on that. Yeah. Just a perspective oh, that not so many people cool. have. And um, yeah. obviously for me to be talking to someone with that perspective now, it's 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 super unique. I thought it was, I thought it was badass. <laughs> I was like, we, yeah. we got to talk about it a little bit. Um, Thanks. But um I think the people are dying to know. I'm dying to know more. I'm not an avid TikTok user. Um, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't follow you on TikTok, can you please explain the vocal warm-up routine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you'll have to go visit my TikTok, underscore beginners. There we um, go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been really funny. I've just been, like, going on. Because there's so many, like, all over TikTok. You always see people that are like, here's like four tips to like, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, you know, and for, for musicians be like, here's like four tips for like warming up your vocals. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I just keep like doing all these like tutorials, but just kind of like taking the piss, (laughs) just doing like ridiculous shit. Um, but that's how you get TikTok famous. You got to do it. Got to, you've got to do it. Oh, it's man, so funny. I, mean, I keep trying to like make. I've got this really cute, fluffy orange cat named Cheeto, and <laughs> I keep trying to incorporate him into TikTok videos. And like, people, I don't understand because you would think like cats, cats like do so well online theoretically. But like, and it's same with Instagram. Like, anytime I have Cheeto, mm-hmm. like as part of the reel or like a TikTok post. Like, it gets, like, the least amount of likes of any of them. Because <laughs> you didn't name him Garfield? I know. I think so. I think they're mad. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I was a fan. I mean, I've I've seen you put it out there. I'm I'm like personally too scared. I haven't. I mean, first of all, I hate hearing my voice and I hate seeing my face on screen. So like, why ever started a podcast? Makes <laughs> I know. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just too scared to get to that point. I was like, I know I need a TikTok presence, maybe, um, but like I just haven't been able to get there yet. Um, yeah. So you're doing better than me. There you go. Thank you. That's thank one, you. That's that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you um, actually let's let's if you don't mind, can we kind of go into the beginning stage of beginners weirdly enough um sure. you know just kind of your come about what kind of inspired the idea of beginners even the name um i thought was curious and everywhere you have it, yeah. it's like all caps is that supposed to like catch my attention or yeah i mean i beginners started i was in a band prior um called malbec actually um and uh and the guitar player for that band, I played bass in it and he played guitar. And we were like, after that band broke up, we were like, hey, we should like write together, just see what happens. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't really anything in mind, but we knew we wanted to just like blend like really, like when it started, we were like, we wanted to blend like really classic, just like good poppy songwriting, but with like cool oh, yeah. production. And, and we just, once we started writing, I think like, yeah, like right from the jump, like we we did like a whole EP mm -hmm. within like I don't know maybe like two months, mm -hmm. and we we're like, oh shit, like what is this project? Like what have we you know what's happening here? What should this be? You know? What have we created? Yeah, like what have we created? Because it wasn't like I wasn't beginners didn't exist yet, and I was playing like, in another begin. like it happens. Beginners hadn't begun. Yeah. yeah, I was playing in like a hardcore punk band at the time. Like I was mm -hmm. not doing. Um, doing that so and but we knew we wanted to do something with it um and so then we got the name originally it was going to be a duo between with me and this guy nick ruth who's a producer mm -hmm. um and it was going to be a duo between the two of us because we'd done the whole first record together and then we named it beginners because it was kind of like you know it was like the beginning again you know it was like okay. we had already had like a whole life with another band yeah. um and but but at the same time it was like we were still starting from scratch you know starting from the very yeah. beginning again um yeah. and so that's where the name beginners came from and then before even the first song came out uh nick kind of started thinking about it he's like oh actually i don't know that i want to like tour and like be in a band again you know and so at Nick. that point he's like i'd rather just like you know work behind the scenes with you if you want like you know production and stuff and so i was like okay cool and so then that's kind of when like beginners kind of came my okay. baby officially yeah, i was gonna say, I, was gonna say yeah. I feel like it's always been your face on it but like you've always posted some pictures with some other some other bandmates mm -hmm. i don't know if you just have, you're rolling with the same crew or if it is like oh, just yeah. your baby now it's it's my baby, but I definitely have like um, I have like my band is a big part of it. Like I've I've had the same like live band for years, and uh, we we also like collaborate a lot on different music stuff. Um, the new album that I have coming up is like they're all over it um, as well, and so yeah, we're we're pretty tight. It's like it's like the band. Let's say y'all y'all look like homies. Uh, yes, <laughs> the, yeah, the live band. So. I mean, let, let's talk about that then. I mean, you recently yeah. played um, the Out of My Mind Fest 
um, I believe, was it April? Um, yes, April. It is? Okay. And that is an all LGBTQ plus acts. I mean, I saw that. I was like, well, shit, that's unique. I mean, you had a huge year recently. You know, where does that compare in terms of like, <laughs> maybe that's not that compared to like a New Balance commercial, but like, where does that compare to your recent shows as, you know, beginners start, you know, getting its legs? Yeah. I mean, um, first of all, that show, Adam Mindfest, was so sick. Um, it looked sick. looked like a it party. It was great. Yeah, it was it was a total party. It was packed. Um, it was so so great and so nice to have like a lineup of all like really cool queer artists. Mm -hmm. um, it was great. I mean, we actually kind of when we started, so we released a first single called "Who Knows." Okay. And the that that was in 2014. It's like when the first single came out, and like the song just like popped off. I was like, I just remember like looking at Spotify and being like, "What's going on?" Like. Oh my God, it has like, you know, I, it was like the second day or something. I was like, why does it have like 20,000 views? It was like, nobody knows who we are or plays or whatever. And then it just kept going and going and going. And like, I think now it's like, it's like over 6 million That's streams okay. now. And yeah, it's like bananas. Um, and so, but that was like, a, that was kind of how everything kicked off. And so yeah. actually when we first started, like our first show the shows that we were playing right when we first started were actually pretty big <laughs> because yeah. that single was taking off. So we kept getting put on like really big shows. Like I think our first show was essentially with um, this band called Mr. Little Jeans, you know, at like a sold out, like 900 cap room. Our, okay. our second show was with Tovlo, like opening for Tovlo. No shit. That's sweet. Yeah. Like it was bananas. Yeah. So like right from the top, it was like, oh my God, like, yeah. And then what we got like on a bunch of really the door cool down. tours. Holy shit. <laughs> I know. It was really great. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever figure out why that song blew up so much or it was just. Yeah. I, well, it was a couple things. What happened was that band that I was in before Beginners, mm -hmm. um, our drummer uh, is the drummer for Foster the People. Well, shit. And at the time, especially, especially like in 2014, like Foster the People was still like, mm -hmm. like pretty big in the limelight. And they put together a playlist for Spotify, like in conjunction with their new album. Okay. And they included um, Who Knows on it. And, and because it was on that, like the Spotify editors came across it. And they were like, oh my God, we love this. And then they put it on a bunch of other playlists. And then it just kept, from there, people just like saved it and kept adding it to their own things enough that it just... That, that works, hey, I'll, I'll, I can't say I have the the pull and power of Spotify nowhere near, but I mean I, I'm certainly gonna have some brother or sorry some beginners, brothers my last episode, some beginners on um my own playlist trying to get yes. my own playlist out there going trying Love to support it. trying to support the indie alternative and I guess a whole electronic music in the spectrum kind of vibe and um, definitely have some beginners on on that. Um, some of my favorite songs, like I mentioned, like, like, uh, broke. And then we got a couple other ones and then, you know, I'm sure the same thing must've been for you on YouTube. Like just going through your YouTube page and those songs, like, yeah, your songs find a great way of finding traction everywhere. And that is, that is, that is really cool. And I feel like punk is like punk alternative type of stuff. It's like making a comeback almost like, I mean, I'm 27, so not yeah. the date or age, anyone here. Um, but like. Um, like Green Day was when I was starting to like figure out music, like the end of Green Day stuff, and then um, like Yellow Card, um, and why am I forgetting who sings? Um, 
Sugar, we're going on swinging. Um, oh, Fallout Boy? Fallout Boy. Oh, my Fall God. Fallout Boy, yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. Co- crop that out. Um, but like, I feel like it kind of made like a big comeback in a way almost like, I feel like it kind of maybe went away for a little bit, but like alternative punk style has like picked up big time. Do you feel that like at your shows, like the reception you're getting? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I love it. Like our stuff, it's been really nice. Cause I, that's like more the background I come from. Like I really mm-hmm. like punk and indie and hardcore and stuff. Yeah. And so, and then I just happened to kind of make, you know, more like alt pop dance yeah music it's like it's interesting it's a vibe um it's a vibe but it's yeah but it's definitely like that those influences have always kind of crept into my songs and mm-hmm. i've really i mean i'm really enjoying the more like rock and like kind of like punk type influences um going on right now yeah. and I definitely on the new record have a lot more of that too um which i'm super excited about did you get, did you get to play some of the new record at the um, out of out of my mind fest or was that too early still? It's too, I haven't yet. It's I've got it in the chamber. In the chamber, <laughs> yeah. she's locked and loaded. I would yeah, love to know what the reception. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I kind of wait. I usually wait to do new songs until like it's out, like in okay. case somebody wants to listen to it or something, you know? Okay. For live, but not a bad idea though to test it. I was gonna see. I mean, maybe that maybe you got some like, great reception on a track or anything. I mean. Um, can I assume that the newest song, Pure Drogeny, is going to be on there? Yeah, uh, actually, it's not on the new record. Um, at least not as, as of now. This is why you don't Pure Androgyny. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Pure Androgyny was kind of like a one-off collaboration I did with this other artist uh-huh. named Tori Wolf. Um, and we did it as for like a pride, mm-hmm. uh, pride kind of yeah. single. Um, Yeah. I was going to ask, I was so. curious about the background. Obviously, you synced up with Tori Wolf, like you said, on that. Um, mm-hmm. And the rumors are swirling that, you know, it has every bit of the potential to be the uh, Pride Anthem. That's according to sources. I only spit facts here, and the sources you. Love so, it, love um, it. Did that get picked up? <laughs> yeah. What's the status on that? Can we, like, officially announce I think it's, the podcast hey, today? I think it's, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the results are in, and it's a new anthem. It's a new yep, fucking anthem? I'll say it. Let's go. It's a new anthem. Yeah. You heard it here first yeah, on yeah. Audio Bistro. Um, Pure Androgyny yeah. is officially the Pride anthem. We're announcing that now. Yes. So, yeah. first major announcement on the show just came, and um, let's. I mean, so let's <laughs> talk about that. Where did the track come from? Breaking and you know, um, I guess, yeah. Where did where did it come from? What what kind of got you and Tori working together on this? Yeah, um, Tori and I played a show together in the fall of last year. Um, and that's kind of how we came to know each other. And then we started okay. writing together. And one of the songs that we were working on, uh, Pure Androgyny, um, it just, I don't know, it was, it was like the kind of like the perfect, it was a perfect song for us to be working on just because it, we're both queer artists and Tori's non-binary. And we were really able, we were just having fun with the song, mm-hmm. you know, in general and kind of just like, having fun with sort of like super queer concepts and just like parts of our culture and just kind of like celebrating, celebrating the non-binary, celebrating like, you know, queerness really. Mm -hmm. And just being like funny and flirty and, uh, yeah, just like really leaning into it. Um, it was so much fun to make. And it was like such a safe space to talk yeah. about all those things because that's our culture, you know. So it's it's different when you're working with another queer artist versus, yeah. you know, a, just somebody who's not queer that's like a producer or something. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? Where they're not, I don't know. It's our space. Yeah. So it was nice. I mean, I mean, educate me on that. I mean, I, I produced a little bit in my time. It was a very brief stint, but like in, in what you see on a day to day basis, do you kind of see more of that happening now? Um, you know, the community coming out. I mean, I'm not, I guess I don't dig in the songs a ton when I hear, I just like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's a sick fucking song and kind of move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you kind of see that community coming out more in terms of being vocal about their music and what's coming behind the music, the passion and the, the meaning behind it? Is that like becoming more and more a thing uh, the past recent years? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think like, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, well, like LG- LGBTQ, IA plus <laughs> mm-hmm. um, has like really, I think like uh, more and more people are, are identifying with that like every year. And so the community is like really kind of exploded. Um, and yeah, it's the community's exploded and people are feel, I think, more safe to be out mm-hmm. and proud and talking about their lives and their culture and certainly a lot of artists yeah well fuck yeah and they should look what happens you yeah. make cool ass songs of it you make the pride anthem out of it like so like why not <laughs> at this point you know absolutely um and i feel like that kind of mind t- mentality is like what got me my doing this like step out of your comfort zone do something that's you that you're you're passionate about that you love um yeah right? i mean absolutely and like i said you just make bangers out of it so at the end of the day it's all worth it um love it so i guess like you mentioned the new album's coming up Otherwise, you know, what is what is next in line for you? You got the album, if you want to touch on it, um, anything particular about it that different that differs from maybe your past releases or past EPs? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of in the, a little bit in the same wheelhouse, but I like I said, I think the new album it's it's called If the World is Ending. Um Could be. I think <laughs> that yeah, right. Um I think that what kind of sets it apart like a sort of evolution is I do think there's been a lot of that, those kind of um, elements, like more of like the alt and like kind of like kind of more alt punky indie stuff going on in there with it, like with the electronic stuff, even mm-hmm. more so um, is what I would say. Uh-huh. Um, and then other than that, it's just kind of like this continuation and evolution, you know, of where I've been sort of recently. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if history is any indicator of what's to come, we're going to have at least three or four songs from this album get picked up by a TV show. Um, I was curious. <laughs> Hopefully what, that would be great. I mean, at this pace, we're tracking for that. I was curious if um, uh, Pierre Andrangi has already been picked up by a TV show. I'd be, I'm actually going to be shocked if it hasn't been. Am I wrong? Has it been shocked? Has it been picked Not up? Not yet. I, I, fingers crossed, man. Time will tell. It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the best way to like really like kick off a song because then so many people get exposed to it. I mean, yeah, I, I think you had a post about like something about, I, obviously it was a joke, something about like your one follower or whatever. And then like you look and like, well, she literally has bragging rights over everyone with all the <laughs> one <laughs> follower, whole TV following. I mean, it's, it's sick. Oh my God. Um, yeah. But you know, no spoilers here. Is there a specific song of yours or a specific song that's going to be a favorite of yours coming out? You know, one that you're really hoping is going to like just strike the chord the most with your fan base? Oh man, it's really tough because I have like a handful of favorites. Um, one's one of my personal favorites is a song called "Goodbye, Good Luck" okay. that I did with this other with another artist, Robert DeLong. Okay. Um, that's one of my personal favorites. Um, and the title track is actually pretty, I think, is 
one of my faves too, which is actually called "If the World Is Ending," okay. which is where we got the where I got the record title. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm going to look forward to those two the most. Um, otherwise, any live shows? I'm not sure. Do you do you come out to Seattle much? What about that? Uh, I would love to. We the last time we were in Seattle, we did we were on tour with Walk the Moon. Walk the um, Moon. I think we played the Crocodile. Why the fuck were you guys playing on the Crocodile? That sounds kind of. This kind of sounds crocodile? mean. Crocodile. Yeah. Crocodile. Have you been? Is that a place? Is that right? Did I get the name right? The Crocodile. Are you saying in Seattle? Yeah, I can't remember what the venue is called in Seattle that we played. Oh man, I am probably the wrong person to ask you because I haven't lived out here that long. And then like, ever, I'm just yeah. like, my brain's overly consumed by like the Gorge is the Gorge Amphitheater is the big one out here. Right. Like, right. So, like Soto out here. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously only. We people... definitely weren't playing the gorge. That would be nice. I mean, yeah, that would um, be sick. It's a, I'm yeah. going there for the first time, and I am just stoked. But um, yeah. otherwise, live shows. You're obviously LA based. I'm sure you do a lot of shows around LA. Or what's what's coming up yeah. on the show set? We do uh, for yeah. We're doing. We're playing um, a thing here with uh, KCRW, which is like our local like cool radio station. Okay. Um, we're doing a thing for KCRW. Um, on July 16th for Chinatown Summer Nights. Okay. We're playing. Yeah, so that'll be our next L.A. one. Um, that's only, And then we have a date in Denver on August 6th. Ooh, well, that'd be at cool. The, at Globe Hall. Yeah. How was it, how was it for you personally then, with, obviously, L.A. was, had lockdowns pretty hard, and then, obviously, live that's going to impact live shows for a while. Um, you know, when you got back into the, the live scene, did you have more of the, like, yeah. have to put the training wheels back on for a second? Or were you able to just go back into it and just rip it like nothing happened? It definitely felt kind of weird at first. Like, uh, you know, it took a second to get kind of back in the flow. Mm -hmm. And more than anything, it was weird because when we first started playing again last year, you know, everyone still had masks on inside and stuff. Yeah. So. You'd be playing, and it was was great. We were just so happy to be playing, but it was also weird because you can't you can't see anybody's faces smiling yeah. or singing or anything. So it's kind of weird. Oh, um, almost like it's almost know, like playing for a bunch of aliens. Just like you can't get much emotion out <laughs> of them. You of. can't get a read on them. No yeah. idea what's happening. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Interesting. You know, I had another band that was saying the same thing. That just like you know, it's, it's it feels like you can pick up where you left off. At the same point, there's always that you lost some traction, you lost some momentum. Um, oh yeah. But obviously. I feel like you've picked it up. You've ran with it. You got a, a new release coming out. I'm stoked yeah, about it. Yeah, we're trying. I'm stoked about it. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, you know, everyone, yeah. I want. I would encourage you to go check out Sam's page. I listen to Sam on Spotify. Like I mentioned, we will have. I'll have an alternative playlist come out, and Sam's going to be on. And we'll throw it right at the top of it, so everyone can check out your songs, my favorites, um, right away. Otherwise, you know, website or socials you want to plug, let the people know where to find your best. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks. First thing. Thanks so much for having me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You can find all beginners stuff. Uh, Instagrams underscore beginners. TikTok underscore beginners. All the things I think are that. Um, and then yeah, Spotify, beginners, and yeah, usually we're all caps. Usually, if there's any confusion. Awesome. But, yeah. Awesome. I'm stoked for it. I'm gonna be keeping a heavy eye out for that new release coming up. The new EP release coming up. Otherwise, like I said, Pierre Androgyny is out now with Tori Wolf. I, I slur my words, so I'm probably just like, I've been saying it wrong this entire time because my mouth doesn't work. But <laughs> um, it is out now. It's a really cool track. We officially announced the Pride Anthem, so just like everyone take that in. Claps on that. Huge achievement. Add on to what was a huge 2021 for you. 
Um, but again, just Sam, thank you so much for the time. Thanks so much. Yeah. Take care.